Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillah Assalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man Tamasaka bi sunnatihi bi ihsanin ila yumiddin Amma ba'd After praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutation upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam and upon his family, his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day to proceed ikhwan Allahumma inna na'udhu bika min ilmin la infa' wa min qalbin la yafsha' wa min nafsin la tashba' وَمِن دُعَاءٍ لَا يُسْمَعْ Verily Allah, we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit and from a heart that has no fear and from a soul that has no satisfaction, no contentment and from a dua that goes unanswered from a dua that goes unanswered To proceed يَا إِخْوَانِ فَنَوَاسِلُ مَعَكُمْ فِي هَذِهِ الْسِلْسِلَةِ الْعِلْمِيَةِ وَنَسْتَفِيدُ مِنْ كِتَابِ أُصُولَ الثَّلَاثَةَ So we continue with these series of lessons that we have and we're reading from the book أُصُولَ الثَّلَاثَةَ The Three Principles وَكَانَ لِبَعْدِ الْإِخْوَةِ وَالْأَخَوَاتِ بَعْدُ الْأَسْئِلَةِ فَنُحَابِلُ عَلَى إِجَابَتِهَا إِنْشَاءَ تَعَالَى So some of the sisters and some of the brothers they have some questions or so So we're going to try to answer some of the questions to the best of our abilities inshallah they the same question that I have on the app from the brothers or different ones On the uh, tire. I had the ones that Myra sent me on the the slide of thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tire. Tire. فقال السائل هل تنصه بالذهاب the brother asked, or one of the sisters asked, or someone asked, Do you recommend going overseas to learn? And we commented on that one last night or so, Yahuan. Should a person, should I, I want to get married, but I, should I wait till I'm financially stable to get married? Or does one get married and then place their trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to provide for him and his family? That's a good question. Alhamdulillah. As we mentioned earlier, most of the questions are about marriage. That's okay, Yahuan. Could you do the first? Inshallah. Yeah, do the question at the end. Inshallah. We could do that one. As we mentioned, it's okay that the questions are about marriage. You guys are young. Antum Shabab, when they say Kadalik. Uh, you guys are young, Alhamdulillah, and the women are young also. But Alhamdulillah, 
as one of the brothers said, are, uh, is it an issue that we're asking you? Most of our questions are about marriage. The answer is no, yeah, fine. Marriage is from Islam, from the Book of Allah, the Sunnah of His Messenger. There's no problem in that. What masjid are you guys at tonight? You guys bounce around a lot in Kansas. Tonight we're at Masjid Salam. Alhamdulillah. Where do we arrive to, ya ikhwan? Mararatu bi qawla al-shafi'i, mararatu bi qawla al-bukhari, wa mararatu bi juz al-thani. Wa la nazalu fi juz al-thani. So we learned, we mentioned the statement of al-shafi'i, the statement of al-bukhari. I believe we came to the second portion. Man yurid an yaqra' min bidayat al-kitab, aw ayy shayin hafidahu huwa, aw hiya, fala baqs. So who wants to start from the beginning? From, from or whatever you memorize. Basic principle, Tawheed, Akid, and Fiqh. Usul al-Talata. Similar book, different title, different author. Usul al-Talata. Tawheed, tafadha. Qala al-Shaykh Abdu'l-Wahab, Rahimahullah, I'alam Rahimahullah, Annahu yajibu alayna ta'adlumu arba'i masalim. Al-Ula, al-Ilm, wa ma'rifatullah, wa ma'rifatu nabihi. معرفة دين الإسلام بالأدلة الثاني العمل به الثالثة الدعوة إليه الرابع الصبر على الأذى والدليل قول الله تعالى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان في خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر وقال الشافعي رحمه الله لو ما أنزل الله حجة على خلقه إلا هذه الصورة لكفتهم وقال البخاري رحمه الله باب العلم قبل القول والعمل والدليل قول الله تعالى فعلم أنه لا إله إلا الله واستغفر لذنبك الآية سورة محمد فبدأ بالعلم قبل القول والعمل يعلم رحمه الله أنه يجب على كل مسلم ومسلمة تعلم تعلم هذه المسائل الثلاثة الأولى والعمل بهن والعمل بهن الأولى أن الله خلقنا ورزقنا ولم يتركنا هملا بل أرسل إلينا رسولا فمن فمن أطاع فمن أطاعه دخل الجنة ومن عصاه دخل النار ما شاء الله جميل عسنت عسنت كمكم الله ميلا عنيو Fai women Aida, who else had the honor to memorize? Fali Ata Fadda. Fadda, Hafizta, you memorize? Ah, Sah. Gulukum Hamdillah, Yushbihu, Bithani, Fandama Andorila Wujuhikum, Tanani Raituka Kabbalah. So most of you are resemble one another in your face, Hamdillah. So sometimes it seems like I saw you yesterday or so. تفضل يا أخي حافظت أنت تفضل يا شيخ اقرأ قال الإمام محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله أعلم رحمه الله أعلم رحمه الله أنه أنه يجب تعلم أربع مسائل الأولى العلم 
وهو معرفة الله ومعرفة الرسول ومعرفة الدين الإسلامي بالأدلة والثاني الثاني عمل به والثالث الدعوة إليه والرابع الصبر إليه بالأدلة الصبر على الأذى فيه الصبر على الأذى فيه وقال دليله قوله تعالى والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواسوا بالحق وتواسوا بالصبر سورة العصر قالت الشافعي أجز لا بس جميل عسنت عسنت one of our sisters to memorize had the honor to memorize تفضلي قال الشافعي Anyone else from our beloved sisters, our beloved daughters, had the honor to memorize?
ما شاء الله ما شاء الله وأحسنتي أيضا وبارك الله فيكن جميعا علما وأدبا وخلقا ومن أيضا anyone else from our sisters our daughters تفضلين all of them يا أخوان كلهن حق جميلة ما شاء الله Yajibu the sister memorized the first few lines. She continues. She's constant, sincere. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. After a month, she memorized the whole book. If she goes line by line. Alhamdulillah. No one else from the brothers? Father Sheikh. Any more of our sisters? All of them memorized? If all of them memorized, you guys owe me 50 push-ups yeah. after class. Tfadali. MashaAllah, ya khuan. Two. 
ما شاء الله ما شاء الله طيب الان اعطيكم الامتحان الاول من بدايه هذا الكتاب so now before we start our questions i'm gonna give you a small test حتى نرى من يفهم ومن لا يفهم so we can see who's paying attention who's not paying attention طيب هذا الامتحان ليس الان اريدكم كتابته الان ثم عندكم يوما كاملا لتكمل او لتكمل هذا الجواب او هذا الامتحان لكن لا يمكنكم ان تنظروا في الكتاب الجوابات من عندنا من عندنا so now i want you to write the questions out you're not going to answer them now so you can write them out you have 24 hours to answer you have until tomorrow class time you have a whole 24 hours to answer the questions but you can't look at your notes to answer. It's not an open book test. So you can review all you wish before you take the test. But once you start taking the test, you can't look at your notes. So the answers are from what you have memorized. First thing you're going to write always is Bismillahi ar-Rahmani ar-Rahim. How would you translate Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim? Who can translate that? Allah the Most. Huh? In the name of Allah. The in the name of Allah. In the name of Allah, the Most Compassionate. And the most Compassionate, Most Merciful. Jamila, that's a good reply. In the name of Allah, the Entirely Merciful, the Especially Merciful. Entirely Merciful and Especially Merciful. That's another beautiful one. And you guys have anything besides that? In the name of Allah, the Most most gracious, most merciful, Jamila. And the Something else? In the name of Allah, most merciful, merciful. Most merciful, merciful, huh? You got the same. Any of our sisters, you guys agree with our brothers? In the name of Allah, most merciful, merciful, most gracious, most merciful, entirely merciful, specially merciful. Never. I missed anyone? Special. Special. Uh, especially compassionate. Never. You guys have anything else? Or you guys agree? طيب اولا يا اخوان لا تترجموا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم بان هذا الفائده الاولى first benefit of our translation don't translate بسم الله within the name of Allah هذا موجود في كل كتاب ليس في كل ولكن في اغلب الكتب المترجمه يقولون او يقول صاحب هذه الكتب in the name of Allah. لكن هذا هذه الحروف باء لا تأتي بمعنى فيه هنا. لا تأتي بمعنى فيه. Although you're going to see إخوان in most translations of the Quran, in the name of Allah, in the name of Allah, in the name of Allah. When you go to the books of Tafsir, none of the scholars of Tafsir, none of the scholars of Tafsir translate or bring the meaning of the ba that it has the meaning of fee. None of them. فانظر إلى كتب ابن كثير وشوكاني وسعدي وقرطبي أي مفسر تريدونه. Look at any مفسر you wish. أبو بكر الجزائري. It's up to you. They're not going to bring the meaning of ba to mean fi. The ba here doesn't mean fi. It means darfiya, or you can say مصاحبة. So instead of saying in the name of Allah, it'll be more honorable to say one or two, either with or by, with, or by. لأن المعنى ليس في اسم في اسم الله شيء لا. 
It doesn't mean inside of Allah's name is something. No. The ba is usually musahaba uh, or tabarruk, uh, where you're seeking Allah's blessing by saying Allah's name. But it doesn't mean in. So it's better to say by or with. By or with. Don't take my word. You go to the books of Ibn Kathir, Ashokan, Al Qurutubi. And we'll mention, inshallah, maybe next class, how they check what they mean, how they translate the ba. It's more honorable to say by or with. First question. So I want you to write the questions now. And then you have a whole day to answer the questions, but not from open book. Number one. What's the name of the author of Usul Al-Thalatha? What's the name of the author of Usul Al-Thalatha? What's the name of the author of Usul Al-Thalatha? Question number two. What's the meaning of patience? What's the meaning of patience? What's the meaning of patience? What did Bukhari say about knowledge? What number, Yahwan? Number Arabir, number four. Number four. Uthkuru al mas'alat al ula min juz al awwal min al kitab. Number four. Mention the first point or issue from the beginning of the book. Mention the first issue or point. From the beginning of the book. 
المسألة الأولى من الجزء الأول mention the first مسألة the first issue or point from the beginning of the book or the first part of the book Number five. Question number five. What's the third issue or third point from the beginning of the book? The first part, not the second part. What's the third issue? You mentioned four. So you should have four masail. What's the third one? What's the third issue? Third masala from the beginning of the book, the first part of the book. Question number five, number six. What did a Shafi'i say about Surah Al-Asr? Our brother says, can we answer now? Your brothers online can answer or not online. And the brothers in person and the sisters in person, they have to write it out. Yeah. What did a Shafi'i say about Surah Al-Asr? What did a Shafi'i say about Surah Al-Asr? Asabi'a number seven. Uthkuru al-faraqa bayna rahma wal-maghfira. Uthkuru al-faraqa bayna rahma wal-maghfira. Number seven. Mention the difference between mercy and forgiveness. Between mercy and forgiveness. Mention the difference between mercy and forgiveness. Number eight, Athamina. Number eight. Al-ayatu fi surat al-muzammil Al-ayatu fi surat al-muzammil Istadalla biha al-shaykh Ala madha Al-ayatu fi surat al-muzammil Istadalla biha al-shaykh 
See who gets this one right. See who's the Um Sulein of the sisters and the Bukhari of the brothers. The verse in Surah Al-Muzammil, Inna Arsalna Ilaykum Rasula. The author is using this verse to say what? To show what? He mentioned this verse for a reason. What is he establishing by mentioning this verse? That's probably the most difficult one so far. Huh? The verse in Surah Al-Muzammil The verse in Surah Al-Muzammil The author is using this verse To show what? He brung a point And then he used this verse as his proof so what is he establishing by mentioning this verse? Atasi'u, number nine. Uthkuru ism al-Bukhari. Number nine, mention the name of Imam al-Bukhari. Mention the name of Imam al-Bukhari. Al-Ashiru number 10. Fi hadhihi al-ayah Aina fi'lu al-amr No, we didn't go over there That was Number 10 Udhkuru aqusama sabar Udhkuru aqusama sabar Number 10 Mention the categories of sabar mention the categories of sabar our brother abdul qadir he says uh, and know there's nothing worthy of worship except allah and seek forgiveness may allah bless you may allah bless you, you brothers online can take your, your test also write the questions out and you can send them in to, to us also. And may Allah bless you all. Diet. We'll just stop with 10 years. Who can read the questions out, inshallah? Make sure everybody has them with a loud voice. Number one. All right, what's the name of the author of the book? Number two. Asabar. What's the meaning of patience? We mentioned in, one, in Arabic one word, in English a few words. What did Bukhari say about knowledge? 
from the first part of the book, mention the first mas'ala. We learn four. What's the first one? Number five. From the first part of the book, what's the third mas'ala? We learn four. What's the third one? What number was that? Number six. Number six. What did a Shafi'i say about Surah Al Asr? Number seven, mention the difference between mercy and forgiveness. We mentioned the small difference. So this is the most difficult one in my opinion, Juan. If you get this one right, you should pass all the other questions. Alhamdulillah. The verse in Surah Al-Muzammil, verily, the translation we mentioned, verily we have sent to you a messenger, to the end of the ayah. The Shaykh mentioned this verse to establish what? To show what? How is he using the verse? There are many benefits of the verse. How did the Shaykh use it? Number nine. What's the name? Mention the name of Bukhari. That's the easiest for all of you, Alhamdulillah. Number ten. And number 10, mention the categories, second most difficult question, in our opinions, of patience. Our sister says, isn't there more than one usul talatha? There's only one usul talatha, but it has two names. You can call it usul al-thalatha, or you can call it thalatha to usul. You can use the sifa, wal mawsul, or you can use the mudaf, mudaf so some scholars say it's called Usul Talatha, some say it's called Talatha Tul Usul. At any rate, that's the same book. And it's authored by, we won't say inshallah, that's one of the questions. You guys can say online as they can't see your answers. May Allah bless you. Our brother says, I had the verse incorrect. May Allah bless you. Toy. Let's take another benefit and then we'll start with the questions here. Juan. Where did we stop at in our memorization of the book? In the Surah to Muzammil. We stopped at Surah to Muzammil. We're not going to review um, as the answers are there. So we're going to start from the ayah. We're going to go to the Athania, the second part. We can review from that part, inshallah. Everyone has the as'ila, all the sisters have all the questions, all the brothers have all the questions. So you have until tomorrow to answer. If you don't answer, you can't sit with us tomorrow. You have to sit in the punishment corner. We put the sisters in the kitchen so they can read something like that. Your brothers take a spot and we'll have our class with only the sisters and the brothers who take the test. Also, we may not have time for Ramadan, but for those that memorize the book, they're going to get an ijazah from us, from our Shaykh Abu Abdullah al-Masna'i from Al-Yemen, Hafidhullah Ta'ala, in the book of Surah Talata. So, we're going to try our best to finish. We may not have time before they eat. We'll see, inshallah, as we wanted to do this book more, so by the end of Ramadan, we can have memorized the text, inshallah Ta'ala. So, we're going to try our best. We still have a few, a few more days. Inshallah, you know. I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. 
قال الإمام شيخ الإسلام رحمه الله تعالى اعلم رحمك الله أنه يجب على كل مسلم ومسلمة تعلم ثلاث هذه المسائل and most of you have تعلم هذه المسائل الثلاثة تعلم هذه المسائل الثلاثة والعمل بهن والعمل بهن الأولى الأولى أن الله خلقنا أن الله خلقنا ورزقنا ورزقنا ولم يتركنا هملا ولم يتركنا هملا بل أرسل إلينا رسولا بل أرسل إلينا رسولا فمن أطاعه دخل الجنة فمن أطاعه دخل الجنة ومن عصاه دخل النار ومن عصاه دخل النار والدليل والدليل قوله تعالى قوله تعالى إن أرسلنا إليكم رسولا إن أرسلنا إليكم رسولا شاهدا عليكم شاهدا عليكم كما أرسلنا إلى فرعون رسولا كما أرسلنا إلى فرعون رسولا فعصى فرعون الرسول فعصى فرعون رسولا فأخذناه أخذا وبيلا فأخذناه أخذا وبيلا سورة المزمل سورة المزمل طيب الجديدة هنا this next part is our new portion إن شاء الله الثانية 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 أن الله لا يرضى أن الله لا يرضى أن الله لا يرضى أن الله لا يرضى أن يشرك معه أحد أن يشرك معه أحد في عبادته في عبادته الثانية الثانية أن الله لا يرضى أن الله لا يرضى أن يشرك معه أحد أن يشرك معه أحد في عبادته في عبادته لا ملك مقرب لا ملك مقرب ولا نبي مرسل ولا نبي مرسل طيب من يترجم هذا who can translate the second part تفضل with someone with a partner associated with him in his worship not any close angel or any messenger sent a beautiful translation number two he says Allah is not or that Allah is not pleased this makes Allah angry. عندما المسلم ولا عبد المسلم وغير المسلم وغير المسلم يقع في الشرك يقع في الشرك. When a Muslim or other than a Muslim falls into shirk, this is something that angers Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And يشرك معه أحد في إبادته that any person ascribes partners with Allah. In any aspect of worship, ليس في الصلاة فقط، لا في الصيام فقط، لا في النكاح فقط، في جميع أو في أي نوع من العبادة. Not only in prayer, not only in fasting, not in marriage, not in 
in any aspect of worship, no matter what the aspect is, if it's from worship, this angers Allah, and Allah is not pleased. Any aspect of worship. Write this down, ya Ta'rif al-shirk. Ta'rif al-shirk. The meaning of al-shirk. The meaning of al-shirk. Al-shirk huwa ibadatu ghayr allahi ma'allah aw ibadatu ghayr allah. Al-shirk is the worship of other than Allah, ma'Allah, along with Allah. Ibadatullahi ma'Allah. To worship something besides Allah while you're worshiping Allah also. Or at the same time, you're worshiping Allah. Or you can write along with Allah. Or you can say the worship of other than Allah. Some scholars say that's also shirk. So we'll give you two, two types. To worship other than Allah, along with Allah. Or, to worship other than Allah. The first part is what most scholars say. To worship others other than Allah, with Allah. Who can repeat that definition? Fadal. The worship of other than Allah along with Allah. Second benefit of tonight. Second benefit of tonight. Kullu mushrikin kafirun walaysa kulla kafirin mushrikan. Every polytheist is a disbeliever, but not every disbeliever is a polytheist. Every polytheist is a disbeliever, but not every disbeliever is a polytheist. Man yashrah, who can explain? Every polytheist is a disbeliever, but not every disbeliever is a polytheist. Okay, what about, but not every uh, disbeliever is a polytheist. Can someone be a disbeliever and not a polytheist? Yeah. The answer is yes. Not every, not every disbeliever ascribes partners with Allah. But everyone who ascribes partners with Allah is a disbeliever. Kullu mushrikin kafirun. Kullu mushrikin kafirun Walaysa kulla kafirin mushrikun Walaysa kulla kafirin mushrikan Walaysa Tai, where is the ism walaysa? Walaysa kullu kafirin mushrikun We'll say it again Kullu mushrikin kafirun Walaysa kullu kafirin mushrikan Every polytheist, kullu mushrikin kafirun. Every polytheist is a disbeliever. Walaysa kullu kafirin mushrikan. 
but not every disbeliever is a polytheist. Kullu sunniyan muslimun wa kulla musliman sunniyan Every Muslim on the Sunnah is a Muslim. But not every Muslim is on the Sunnah. Every Sunni is a Muslim, but not every Muslim is a Sunni. Is it greater to, to be grateful to be a Muslim or to be on the Sunnah? Which one is greater? To be on the Sunnah. Because being on the Sunnah is more specific. The Muslim is general. The Sunni the one on the Sunnah is Mada is more specific. Our brother says, can we get an ijazah also or just for the brothers and sisters that are there? If you recite the whole book, inshallah, and you send your audio in, then you can get one also. We have sent to you the plural. That's the verse. May Allah bless you. That was one of the brothers and sisters' homework. How many benefits was that for tonight? Two benefits. So we have one more part tonight. Let's do the proof also, inshallah. So we won't stop in the middle of the benefit. Let's do the proof, inshallah. I'll say it, you'll say it. I'll say it, you'll say it. فلا تدعوا فلا تدعوا مع الله أحدا سورة الجن طيب some of the copies you may have what delila I have what delila it should be what delilu where it says ولا نبي المرسلون what delila that فتحة should be ضمة طيب what's up there إخوان Anyone has anything to mention, they can do so. If not, then we'll stop, inshallah, and go on to some of our questions. Malakun is an angel. Muqarrabun is the ism maf'ul from qarraba yuqarribu to make something close. Qarrabun or muqarrabun is something that is brought close or made close. Lamalakun muqarrabun, not an angel that's close or brought close. The second sentence is actually emphasizing the first. Not emphasizing it, but yeah, emphasizing it. La yaradallahu an yushraka ma'ahu ahadun fi ibadati. Allah does not, is not pleased with anyone uh, ascribing partners with him for ibadati in any aspect of worship. La malakun muqarrabun. So he's emphasizing the first part. Not an angel that's brought close. If a person worships an angel, the angels are not exempt. The prophets are not exempt. The righteous man is not exempt. If someone worships, worships his wife, she doesn't deserve to be worshipped. The wife worships her husband, he doesn't deserve to be worshipped. A prophet is worshipped, doesn't deserve it. An angel is worshipped, so he's kind of emphasizing the first part. No. لا ملك المقربون ولا نبي المرسلون 
Not an angel that's brought close, not a prophet that has been sent. It doesn't matter. No one shares in the the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one shares in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I have a question that's connected to the Arabic language. Allah says, So do not invoke, do not worship Ma'allahi ahadan. Along with Allah, anyone or anything. Where do you get anyone or anything from? Somewhere in the verse. Ahada. What about the ahada? What type of word is it? Ahada. Singular. Something else? Close. Not mudafile, but it is singular. Ma'allahi ahada. What about the ahada? Uh, it is the mafulun bi. Something else about it. You got to look closely. How is it any aspect of worship, any per? It doesn't matter. It's general. In any way you can invoke others with Allah, it's haram to do so. Something in the verse shows you that. It is the mafulun bi. It is singular, but something else shows you that. You have to look with diqqah. You have to look with precision and accuracy. You have to really look at the verse. Something about the ahada. Inshallah. Something about ahada. You have to look. Really look. It's general. What makes it general? It's not model four. You're on the right track though. It's not model four. Huh? It is mansu. Huh? Hey, fetantain. What type of word is it? Has a fetantain? It's mansu. It's mansu. And grammatically, what type of word is it? Mansu just means it ends in a fetha, or what takes the place of fetha? Huh? I think someone said it. Ah, uh, not a dipto. Ah. It accepts all three. Oh, you're on the right track. Ma'allahi ahada. It's a bonus question, Yaqwan. The thing that makes this general, Allah didn't say, Al ahada, alif alam. He said, ahada. The words that alif alam are called? Ma'rifa. So this one is called nakira. The fact that the maf'ulun bi is nakira. So this denotes any way, any person, any style, any way you can worship anything, you can't worship besides Allah. It has to be directed to Allah. Any aspect of worship. So you can't ascribe anything or anyone, you can't call upon anything or anyone in any aspect of worship. The proof is Allah mentions the maf'ulun bi in the nakira. Ma'allahi ahada. Anytime it's general, it's nakira, it's general. No. Wallahu alam. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. Sometimes we can't see the, is there more than one? Because the, the questions go down. One sister said one day, you don't do a good job of reading the answers after your class. I said, may Allah make me better. We try our best. <laughs> I'm not, you don't argue with me yet, I learned that a long time ago. Whatever she says, just comply. You didn't buy no bread? MashaAllah. I sure didn't. I forgot. How do you forget? We're fat? I forgot. May Allah make me better. And they like when you blame yourself. Even if you didn't do it. 
she broke the, the glass in the kitchen. Oh, when I mopped earlier, I didn't dry it that well. Just take the blame, yeah, fine. It's gonna help you tremendously. What was the last quote? I think we replied to the last one, so. Should we wait till we're financially stable to get married? Or does one, can we get married and place our trust in Allah Ta'ala that He will provide for us? Number one, if you get married before you're established financially, or you get established first and then you get married, you still have to place your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just because you have money does not deny you place your trust in Allah. We always have to place our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you if you meet a woman that accepts you, although you don't have no money, it's allowed for you guys to get married. No one can say that's haram. No one can say that's haram. It's allowed. But you need money to live. You need money to survive. But if you meet someone and she accepts your poverty, it still may be better for you to wait until you get some type of income so that you can give her clothing, you can give her food, you can give her drink, and you can give her somewhere to reside. No. Haven't seen you in a while. Where you been? Uh, what, how about, uh, what if she's like, uh, couldn't she do that, some of that for you? Like, Can the woman help? The woman is allowed to help. Have the laysa alayha wujuban. It's not obligatory for the woman to do anything. I know, but couldn't the woman just help? She can help. Even those four, like, she can, she can already buy food and stuff. She can, if she food. has the money, you don't have it. Oh, poor brother, I'm going to treat you to a burger. Alhamdulillah. She's rewarded by Allah. If she does it sincerely, but it's not obligatory upon her. But sometimes the women, they are more established than the men, especially in America. For whatever reason, this from the bounty of Allah. Allah gives his bounty to whoever he wishes. So the woman has the money, or a little bit more, and she buys the brother something. Alhamdulillah, that's allowed to do. But it's not obligatory upon her. I never said uh, she, she was like obligatory. I no, no, I just added that benefit. Like, uh, it's not obligatory upon her. However, she can get those good deeds, ikhwan. When the Messenger of Allah is married to Khadija, Khadija had more wealth. And she would get those good deeds. It's allowed. If you find someone, it's going to be hard. I want to marry you, sister. How much money you got? Oh, I work at Walmart. I'm a postman. I don't have that much. She may not accept that. No problem. Can I ask another question? No. Well, let's say a Christian becomes a Muslim, mm -hmm. like a full Muslim. Don't, don't all their bad deeds get forgiven? And when they accept yes. Islam, yeah. their bad deeds are forgiven. All of them? All of them, inshallah. Then what? Then how come? Then what if a Muslim person says, uh, uh, Allah? And Christians then becomes Muslim straight back. 
they become Christian and become Muslim straight. What do you, I don't understand. Like, what if they say that they're Christian and then they become Muslim, like, uh, like 10 seconds after they become Muslim again, right? Won't all their baddies be erased? Oh, Allah, I am there. Like number two, I would like to get married, but my parents don't let me until I have a college degree first or really high income due to the fear of poverty. If your parents are commanding you not to get married until you have a degree, or you have a nice job, then it's better to obey your parents here. Unless you are afraid for your religion. What does that mean? How can someone be afraid from their religion? Hey, if the man or woman is afraid for their religion, if I don't get, I like the girl so much, if I don't marry, I'm afraid I'm going to make an error. I'm afraid I'm going to commit sin. In this aspect, marriage becomes obligatory. obligatory. The asal of marriage is is mustahab, is recommended. But if Generally, marriage is recommended. It's not recommended to stay alone. You brothers and sisters that can get married, you should get married. What says that? Islam says that. The Messenger says that. To remain alone when you have the ability to marry is makru, is hated. فَعَلَهُ بَعْدَ الْعُلَمَاءِ نَعَمْ لَكِنْ يُلَاءَمْ لِأَنَّ هَذَا لَيْسَ مِنْ سُنَّةِ النَّبِيِّ Yes, a few handful of scholars never got married. But you can count them on one hand. Al-Bukhari, Al-Nawawi, Ibn Abdul Hadi. You can count them on one hand. And they were blamed for that. Many of them, because that's not from the Sunnah of the Messenger Ali So to remain single on purpose, the sister can get married. She has her health, she has her mind, she has the ability to get married. And she remains single on purpose without an Islamic reason, have them a That's hated. This brother can get married. He has the means, the best of his ability, he has his health, he has his mind, he has his manhood. But he remains without an Islamic reason. He just doesn't want to get married. I want to remain alone. That's not from Islam. That's foreign to our religion. It's from Islam, if you have the ability to, that you get married. The Messenger of Allah says, O oh, group of young men, whoever from amongst you has the ability to get married, then let him get married. And this hadith is collected by Bukhari and Muslim, narrated by Ibn Mas'ud. Likewise for the woman, if the woman can get married, she has her faculties, she has her womanhood, she has her mind, she has her health. 
to remain single without Islamic reason is hated to do. At any rate, if the brother or sister finds a one, someone that accepts, the brother says, I don't have the money. No, that was the last question. My parents tell me to get a degree first. It's better to obey your parents here. They're your parents. They have more right to be obeyed. Especially the mother. Especially the mother. Then the father. However, if you are afraid for your religion, then you should get married. And Especially even in the West, where the women are so numerous and so plentiful, it's hard. We have disbelief here, and trials and tests here, and corruption here, and then so many women, mashallah. It's hard for a man to remain, especially if you go to college. A lot of the sisters and brothers that go to school, it's hard. You're going to live on campus. You're going to see a lot of fitna, a lot of disbelief, a lot of corruption, a lot of sin, a lot of music, a lot of nakedness, a lot of this and that. If you can get married before you go to college, I would say get married. Allah knows best. All your questions about marriage, yeah. Diet. How do you advise someone to get married? I have a lot of sisters in our. Let's change the subject. Um, How should we prepare for marriage? We just said that also. There's no sections? No. Uh, you gotta scroll through. Because we talked about marriage so much. Uh, Could we have a class sometimes? Here we go. Can we have a class sometimes about akhlaq and the importance of akhlaq? With regards to learning, teaching, seeking knowledge, may Allah increase you in good. MashaAllah, that's the one that's very good. That's a beautiful question, ya khwan. All of us are in need, dire need of manners. Naam. Yumkinuna, inshallah ta'ala, naftaha darasan, inshallah, fi adab. Khasatan fi adabi talib al ilmi. Hadha muhim. Yes, we should open up a class one day, a night or a day. For the manners of seeking knowledge. We can make it more general, Yehwan, and just do a class on manners. As all of us are in dire need of manners. All of us, Yehwan. Adab of the masjid. There are some things that we do with our masjid that is better not to do in the masjid. It could be allowed, but it's better not to. There are some things that it's not frowned upon to do it in the masjid. But to go over these things would be tremendous, Yehwan. The other day we were talking about the minces. Manners of the masjid, alhamdulillah. No. There's some things that it's better not to have in the masjid. And we learn that, inshallah ta'ala. May Allah bless you, ayah. Is it permissible to partake in a Quran competition with men present? Ta'ayah. I'll give you what's best. 
تريد أن تدخل في مثل هذه المسابقة القرآنية فالأولى لهذه المرأة أن تكون مع النساء وأن يكون الرجال مع الرجال هذا الأولى هذا الأولى is better is better for a woman should be cited in the Quran mashallah sometimes the women Allah has blessed them with the nice voices and then she recites the Quran so it makes it even more beautiful and she's in front of the men so it's better for the women to have these competitions with the women and the men with the men that's the best لأن العلماء يختلفون حكما في صوت المرأة إلى قولين because the scholars differ into two opinions regarding the voice of the woman فلهذا الاختلاف الأولى أن أن تكون المرأة مع النساء اجتنابا عن الرجال هذا الأولى هذا الأولى is better since the scholars do differ on is the voice of a woman aura or not they differ. Some say it's allowed to hear the woman's voice. Some say it's not allowed to hear it unless there's a necessity you're learning or she has a question or the likes. At any rate, they differ. So it's still better that the women recite the Quran, not with the men. When the women recite Quran, no matter what you're doing, you could be out there, Shoaib is out there working on his jump shot and then Khadija's in the back, her nice little voice, Shoaib is gonna run in here. Hey, my hey, hey. <laughs> That's just natural, yeah. She's reciting, and she's reciting the Quran. There's no way Shu'ab is going to stay out there. That's, that's the average man. يَقُولُ نَبِيَ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ الْحَدِيثِ الصَّحِيحِ The Messenger عليه الصلاة والسلام, he says an authentic hadith. مَا تَرَقْتُ فِتْنَةً أَشَدَّ عَلَى الرِّجَالِ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ The Messenger of Allah says, before our women get offended, هَذَا لَيْسَ كَلَامِ هَذَا كَلَامِ النَّبِي This is not my words. I'm just reciting the words of the Messenger The Messenger of Allah, he says, I have not left a bigger test, or you can say trial, or you can say distraction, upon the men of my ummah more than the women. More than the women. And no woman should get offended here. That's how Allah created her. She is a woman. That's it. That's all it takes. Shreve is going to run in. Hey, who's working? I'm working on that same surah. She can That's just natural. That's just... May Allah help us However, most of the contests are not separate like that. If she's going to enter those contests there, she fears a lot to the best of her ability. She shouldn't over-beautify her voice, recite her natural, beautiful voice. MashaAllah. Most women don't really have to beautify their voices because Allah blessed them with a beautiful voice naturally. So she shouldn't over-beautify it because the men may be there. It will be more honorable if it was just judges. And not spectators, maybe. At any rate, in that regard, she enters if she's going to enter it. She fears a lot to the best of her ability. She covers how she covers, alhamdulillah. She recites without over beautifying her voice, as she may recite amongst the women because there are men there. So that's what I would say there, Allah Alam. If. No. Come on, 
she, she was probably being shy. Yeah, they give you kinda, give you only the benefit of the doubt. Did, she kind of she, she didn't want to make you feel bad. And then and then one day she said that she forgot all the Quran. Hmm. I told her to read uh, Surah to Abbas. So she wrote a perfect. She she read it perfectly. Then I told her to read uh, Surah to Imran. The first few ayahs, she read it. No. So I told her, what did you forget then? Yeah, but be be kind to your me. Don't be so hard on your mother. May Allah bless you. Dive, next question. Is the niqab obligatory? The scholars differ into two opinions. The strongest opinion is that it is recommended. But there are some of the scholars of the past, they take the, they take the position that is obligatory. The strongest opinion Allah knows best is that it is recommended. Recommended. No. What does it mean, Mustahab? It's better to do it. There's no sin if you don't do it. So we say to the sisters, wear your niqab. Get all the good deeds you can do. Just like we say to the brothers, wear a thobe, wear a izar, wear a kufi. For example, sometimes we think we can assimilate our Islam, but the women can't. It's not that we can assimilate they can't, it's that they are doing the sunnah and most of us don't. Maybe sometimes in our masjid we can get like some places where we can hang up some kufis or we can hang up some izar or some thaw. Even if I don't wear a thaw when I would be la, and the madhikul masjid that I'll be so thawba or izaran, leandani so salli. Hadha afdan. Even if I don't wear a thaw. When I come in the masjid I'm about to pray, maybe we can have some thobes hanging up somewhere, some izar somewhere, some some kufi. So at least I can put it on to pray. That's better. And then maybe after some time, it'll become easier upon me to mother, to, to wear the thob and the izar. And we're not saying the thob is obligatory. Like in the sunnah to Nabi, but it's the sunnah of the Messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam. Nafsul hukum lil jibab has the same ruling as the jibab. Nafsul hukum. Nafsul hukum. The woman covers her head, it's a sunnah to cover her head. Same thing for the man, it's a sunnah to cover his head. Same sunnah. But there's some small differences between the face. Other than that, same garment. The thought resembles the jilbab almost tamaman. Almost. Except the man's gonna raise his thought above his ankle, the woman's gonna cover her ankle. Same thought, same jilbab, same sunnah of the messenger. The same way we say to our brothers, we know a lot of the Somaliin, they don't wear the kufi. That's culture, most of it. It's still better to do so. It's still better to do so. We can't say it's obligatory to cover your hair, but it's highly, highly, highly recommended for the men to cover their hair. The same way some sunnah for the women, it's some sunnah for the men. But sometimes, especially in America, only the women are the ones who do the sunnah. So it looks like, like my mother, she says, my mother, she's a Christian. Allahu yahdiha wa iyana, may Allah guide her and all of us. She says, Ana la ara sunnah indakum illa inda nisa. My mother, she criticizes us, the Muslim men. She says, my mother, I don't see the sunnah amongst you men. I only see it with the women. Because we're from, the men don't wear the sunnah. The man is walking with his wife and his son and his daughter. You can divide the family 
The woman has a jilbab, kimar. The daughter, kimar. The husband, a regular skinny, skinny shirt, skinny pants. So it looks like the sun is only for the, men, the women. The wife, mashallah. The daughter, mashallah. The man, where is his sunnah? The little boy, where is his sunnah? Same sunnah. But the women outdo us. But it's not only for the women. It's not only for the women. And these are just some recommendations here, Ikhwan. Maybe we could do that. Talk to the brothers. Get a, put a couple of izars somewhere. At least when you come in, at least to start off with, I'm going to cover my aura. Sometimes you're praying, and the brother in front of you, and he's not covered correctly. Sometimes you're praying, the brother is not covered correctly. He's in front of you. He bows. His whole backside is exposed. You're trying to focus on Allah. He prostrates. He's not covered correctly, so he's exposed. How do you pray? You don't really have the, the focus is there. It's not there, rather. These are just Sunni Akhwan that we should all adhere to, to the best of our ability. Now, would that break your salah? It could. It could break your salah if your mind left. Sometimes some things happen. One time we saw the brother answer his phone in the salah. Hey, I'm going to call you right back, Yaqi. I'm in the salah. <laughs> <laughs> I meant like the brother that is uh, the, the brother that the aura is showing. Oh, the brother has aura showing that would it break his salah? It depends on how much of it. Sometimes the scholar they bring a certain portion of certain amounts. It appears if his aura is not covered, not that it's covered, but then when he bends over a certain way, it's uncovered. But if it's not covered generally, then his salah is not correct. That's why many of the ulama say that the thobe and what resembles the thobe is recommended, Yaqwan. It covers your whole body. The scholars differ on, and we hope no one gets offended, Yaqwan. The man praying with his pants on. Some scholars say that's not allowed. Some scholars say if the pants are wide, it's allowed. If it shows your aura, then it's, if it's, uh, the pants are wide, it's hated. If it shows your aura, it's not allowed. At any rate, the izar and the thaw, or that which resembles it, is better, more honorable, because it covers your body. It covers your body. No. What is the evidence for music being haram in Islam? The evidence for music being haram. There's a difference of opinion, ya ikhwan. Some of the scholars say all music is haram. But there's another opinion that it depends on what you consider to be music. What's, what are you talking about? The instruments. There's some instruments from the Harith Abi Hurairah, those wind instruments. At any rate, so it depends on how they're making the sounds. Not all of the sounds is haram. The music of today, for example, would be haram. But then you have some type of poetry in reality that's not really music. It's more like poetry. You may call it anashid. The anashid, if it doesn't have no wind instruments there that are haram, then it would be hated at the least. Or if, without, with, uh, if it has those wind instruments there, it will be haram. It will be actually music. But if you take those wind instruments away, some of the sounds are from the computer in the background, then that will be allowed. It's better not to have it because it's resembling music. It's like you're calling to music. It's like a reciter who does an ashid. An ashid is allowed. An ashid is... It's not called Islamic music. That's a bad translation. There's nothing, you can't have something permissible haram. 
You're never going, you can't have a halal birthday. You can't have, a, never. You can't have something permissible and haram at the same time. So you can't have halal music. So some people think a nasheed is Islamic music. No, a nasheed is more like spoken word of today. We may call where the woman gets up there and recites some spoken word poetry. That's allowed to do. But when you add the sounds in the background, it's better not to have those beats there. Just do the poetry. Nothing wrong with that. That's allowed to do. Some scholars criticize great reciters that they recite the Quran and then they do a nasheed. And there's some, I'm not going to mention the names of Juan. Um, because it's like they're calling to the nasheed. The people are looking up to the person. So although it's allowed, it's better that you recite the Quran. You the recite of the Quran, you're not going to accept the shake to come in here. We do push-ups some nights. You're not going to accept the big shake to come in and then get down there with us, mashallah ta'ala. You're not really going to expect that. Although he can do that, but you're not going to expect him from his hay'ah, from his disposition that he has in front of the people. At any rate, uh, there's a hadith that I'm trying to think of, hadith Abi Hurairah, that the Messenger of Allah mentions the meaning, there's going to come a time and when the people are going to deem halal. And then he mentions some of the mazamir, the different types of wind instruments. He said, going to deem halal, for example. So this shows that the thing is not allowed if towards the end of time, some people are going to come and deem it to be lawful. No. So I say, it's hard. Many of us, we are raised up on music, myself included. Every song, every cartoon. Nowadays, you're watching an Islamic show and the commercial comes on and somebody's rapping, dancing. So you see it everywhere. So it's hard, yeah, you just feel our best ability and try your best to stay away from it. And we'll stop there, inshallah ta'ala. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta Wa alaikum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.